everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of Title Subject Change. My name is Adam. I'm your host, of course, Salas here. What's up, buddy? What is going on, buddy? How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, living the dream, as the white folks say. <laughs> now, you're stealing my joke from an episode of the AEW Rundown that by the time this comes out, will be a month old. Yes, that's correct. Are you hoping that they won't remember? No, two different audiences. <laughs> We have an AEW fan base, and we have a retro fan base. Trust me, there's a lot of times those two do not mix. But you wouldn't know it by watching. Um, uh, <laughs> today was uh, today was all right. Oh, yeah? I got, some, I got some stuff in the mail today. Did a little bit of streaming. You got a sweet uh, Harvey Wilpeman goatee going. <laughs> it's for the queen of the trailer park. Mm. No, I got something very important in the middle today. Oh, uh, you got something very important. Is, I did. Is it... Uh, oh, is it free weights? No, those oh. are down there. Okay. I already I already had those, and I understand the, the reference that you're making, and I'm not going to comment on it any further. Because, okay. again, by the time this comes out, that'll be a month and a half old. All right. Um, is it a new watch? Why, why would I get a new watch? I don't know. All right, what is it? I give up. <laughs> I tried two things. Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies? Oh, you son of a bitch. I got... I got peanut butter patties, and I got s'mores, mm-hmm. and I got lemonades, mm-hmm. and these uh, caramel chocolate chip motherfuckers, and of course I got two boxes of Thin so. We put our order in, and they haven't come yet, so. Who did you order through? Uh, the Girl Scout Troop here in Stoneham. Yeah, well, fuck that Girl Scout Troop. Thank you to... Uh, a certain uh, co-host's daughter. I got him in like a week. <laughs> Aren't you just the coolest? I am, goddammit. Okay, well when I get mine, I'm gonna I'm gonna brag about it too. And by the time this episode comes out, it's probably when I'll get mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. Anyway, um, actually, love the thin mints. Love the uh, lemonades. If you're about to talk shit about on peanut butter patties, this this podcast is over. I don't get to have peanut butter patties. Oh right, 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 right. But right. I love those. Those are wicked good. I just haven't had them in like ten years. Eleven <laughs> right. this February. Um, yeah, I forget things like that. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, what's what's the? They have two different names. It's coconut delights, but it's also oh the Samoas. Samoas. Those are the best. The best, the best. Only if you can get him past the tribal chief. <laughs> Speaking of, that's a good segue. Because what is this show about? This is the show where Sal and I watch uh, something off the WB Network. Mm-hmm. Never know what it is until uh, until that button is pressed. Last time on the show, we watched an episode of WCW Saturday Night with its bizarre game show theme song but 
and it had a it had a very a very, a very uh, newborn version of the Hollywood Blondes in uh, February of '93, but uh, yeah, and the great and powerful Barry Windham, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, not Barry. Oh, no, fuck. Bobby Eaton, that's who it was. Yes. Bobby Eaton taking his clothes off for no goddamn reason. Mm. Oh, that's, that. yes, that's right, because that's when fucking super boss cowboy Bill Watts comes strolling down, and he's like, hey, you're kind of egg-shaped, Jim Cornette. And it's like, dude, you're, you're fucking fat, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and and, uh, and don't forget, Dustin Rhodes and Ron Simmons had a very friendly encounter because of, was it the U.S. championship? Yes. That was weird. Uh, I liked it, though. I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, watching Saturday I, Night. From... I enjoyed, I even enjoyed Jim Cornette's promo. Mm-hmm. I did not tip, uh, care for, like, the brawl with, with um, well, the brawl into the match, and then Bobby yeah. Eaton took his clothes off. That whole segment can be cut out, and I'm good. Maybe he saw a pumpkin. We don't know. <laughs> but the but question the, is, what will we watch today? That is the question. That is the question indeed. Shall I press the button? <sighs> okay. There's <laughs> something with you. Uh, okay. All right. Interesting choice. Interesting choice this week. As always, we started in ring, of course, because that's what we're doing here. You're going to scroll down to featured. And under featured, you're going to select wrestling challenge. Ooh. Hold on one second. Did I pass featured? What the fuck? Is it like far down the page? I think it's like the second one. Now, there's only about there's only like three months of wrestling challenge to choose from here, um, but we are doing the episode of wrestling challenge that is dated September thirteenth, nineteen eighty six. Here is your uh, WWE Network description: Tito Santana, Corporal Kirchner, and Salvatore Belomo face Hercules Hernandez, the Iron Sheik, and Nikolai Volkov. The Junkyard Dog and George the Animal Steel face Jimmy Jack and Hoss Funk. Ricky the, D- the Dragon Steamboat and Kamala compete in the ring. Jake the Snake Roberts welcomes Hillbilly Jim into the snake pit. So that is what we're in for on this episode and, uh, of Wrestling uh, Challenge. Have you found it yet? Just just out of uh, pure curiosity, what was the date on that? September the 13th, 1986. The one with... Um... The dragon, Ricky Steamboat? Yes. I did not realize he was the dragon that early. Although he doesn't have the big green headpiece, so maybe he's just, <laughs> maybe he's just Ricky Steamboat. Okay. Is he a dragon? <laughs> yes, yes, he is. All right, if you're watching, uh, if you want to watch along with us, of course, go to the network, go to that uh, page. and Or do what I did and just search Wrestling Challenge, because I couldn't find it where he had told me it was. That works, too. But uh, go to uh, set your set your clocks there to zero zero zero. 
Uh, and when everybody is ready, we shall begin. Sally, good to go? I am. All right. As per usual, I will say three, two, one, play, and we will hit play when I say play. So let me get myself resituated here. Full screen this up here. We're 45 minutes and 59 seconds for this episode of Wrestling Challenge. Uh, again, September 13th, 1986. Three, two, one, play. Star. My God, it's full of stars. Oh my God, dude, that's the original, like, WWF Open. It's 86, brother. Oh my God, I haven't seen that intro in so long. <laughs> I only starting... watch the pay-per-views. I don't watch, like, the, you know, the weekly TV. Apparently we're starting mid-match. Oh my God, Gorilla Monsoon has hair. Dude, Gorilla Monsoon's got a lot of hair. Um, I thought that was Dusty Rhodes. That's your first segment. Welcome in, we'll be right back. Dude, Hulk why? Hogan in white trunks. Why did this music change? Like now all of a sudden we're what, what is this? And night court? Are we are we watching night court? <laughs> what the fuck? We're back from the opening videos. We're no longer in the middle of a match. What a threesome. Should be a barn burner, to say the least. Big John Stein, King Kong Bundy, who's super with humans. Gorilla? Oh, is that Ernie Ladd? It, were you not watching two minutes ago? It's Ernie Ladd and Johnny Z. I've never heard either of them on commentary, so I don't know which one. This, these graphics, this graphics package is interesting. Take the picture and then superimpose it over like colors. Do something weird with the background. I feel like there should be a bed under this. Like they should be talking while they're showing us these still pictures. So is it, are these stills from the matches in this episode? No, no, I think these stills are like what we get now when they do the graphics, like, you know, Drew McIntyre, and he like comes through your screen and like punches people. Is Lord Alfred Hayes the ring announcer? Yes, he is. Why? Because it's 86. What? Wait a minute. You know something, Gorilla? Why wasn't he called Terry Funk and Dory Funk Jr.? I don't, I don't know, but I do remember back in the AOL days. I, I missed the opportunity to win. That is, that was a still from this entrance. Oh, that's weird. Uh, I remember missing, missing out on the opportunity to win an Owen 316 T-shirt because, because it wasn't, because they didn't use the name. Terry and Dory, it was Jimmy Jack and Hoss, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's so stupid. I think in this case they ought to have, instead of grab them cakes, they ought to be playing grab them shrinks. So we have George the Animal Steel with Junkyard Dog? Captain Lou Albano is a face. Uh, I thought his ass said Trump. I did too! I did too for a second, I was really confused. And there's a slam for no reason. And there's a slam for no reason. Oh my god, dude, look at Dory Funk Jr. He's so ugly and old still. Look at 
That was the that was the laziest bump and feed I've ever seen. <laughs> but okay, here's what I don't understand. Hi, George. And I I do get that Vince used to do this a lot, but we know Terry Funk. Terry Funk was in the WWF in '84 as Terry Funk. Why are we trying to rebrand him as Hoss? You know what I mean? It just it's dumb. Are you sure? I don't know if that's if, if one of those is Terry. You tell me that guy in the black trunks. Oh, maybe it's not Terry Funk. No. So who the hell's Horse and Jerry Jack Funk? <laughs> horse, Hoss, Hoss, Hoss Funk. Excuse me. That's what it was, because because the team the team was like Terry Funk and Hoss Funk, and the answer to the trivia question was Terry Funk and Dory Funk, because they were calling Dory Funk Hoss Funk. No. Yes, actually, I just looked it up. Dory Funk Jr. was also known in the WWF as Hoss Funk. So I'm gonna. That looks like that looks like Glenn Jacobs. Yeah, it does. I know it's not because it's 1986, but it also looks like the way Glenn Jacobs looks now. True. Um, but wait a minute. Why is George the Animal Steel teaming with the Junkyard Dog? <laughs> I wish I could tell you. I know they were both faces, but that's like doesn't seem like a good enough reason to team. Jesse Barr, Jimmy Jack Funk. Oh, Jimmy Jack Funk was a fake. He had no relation yeah. to no. to the family. No. So that you're right. I'm sorry. That's not Terry Funk. I apologize. His name is Jesse Barr. He was trained by Sandy Barr. As a, he was a 4.11 on Cage Man. Cage match has him wrestling as recently as 2016. As Jimmy Jack Funk. I didn't miss what happened. Um, the face is one. <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. They tried to hogtie Jimmy Jack and he wasn't going to No, he just, like, crawled out of the ring, so... That was weird. Also, who's the ref? Because he looks like he's 104 years old. No idea. Oh, no, don't start that shit again. Don't go looking up refs. I don't care that much. (laughs) Well, that's typically what happens when the lights are out. Yes. Lights are on, but no one's home. Grab them cakes is going at it again, so. Is this... You, this camera angle right here, is this like some type of handheld in the crowd? Because it was just shaking, like they had a fan do it. He called him a big fat dragon with a beard. Okay, hey, hey, here's, here's the replay. No, Jimmy Jack Funk gets suplexed on the back of his head. One, two, and three. It froze, but we know it was three. It's cool. 
George Animal Steel, however, does not know how to count to three. It's okay. It's okay. Figure it out. A wrestling rebuttal. Here it is. Ooh, this is Wrestling Challenge Episode 2. Now turn the music down. I can't hear Jim Neidhart. Those aren't the nasty boys. I'll tell you what's nasty. It's when people out there start calling a hitman Greaseball. They've been calling Jim Beerbell, they've been calling me Greaseball. And you know what? It makes me sick. Oh my god, dude. 86 Brett sounds like the Mountie. The next world heavyweight tag team champions. Mark my words. You look at the best there is, the best of one, the best there ever will be. The Heart Foundation. Yeah, baby! Sal, do you know where we are? For this episode of Wrestling Challenge, number two? Um, I. Really don't. What? This is the Hartford Civic Center. Oh. Wrestling at 10? No, 11. 11. 11. I meant 11. The crappiest WrestleMania ever. Mario Mancini? You're in agreement with that, right? WrestleMania 11 was the worst ever. I don't know, Sal. It had Pamela Anderson. Barely. She was hiding in Diesel's trailer. The Our company to the... Kamali? Kamali. <laughs> Lord Alfred Hayes just said Kamali. Kamali! As a jo- I was about to make a joke, accompanied to his ring by his manager, racist stereotype. Racist stereotype. And fucking out- Lord Alfred Hayes has to go and say, Kamali. Kamali. Kamali! Who's the other guy? The following wrestler has been paid for by the preceding announcement. <laughs> now, see, think about this, though, for all the smarky people in 1986. The Ugandan giant Kamala was a beast. He was a monster in 86, right? He's got a spear. He disappears, and they bring him back six years later to fight The Undertaker. Probably not the best the idea. Wizard? The wizard. What wi- the wizard? Who? Who's the wizard? The dude that's not Kim Chi. Oh, this the, is it the Grand Wizard or just nope, the wizard? No, it's just the <laughs> wizard. <laughs> no grand, no grand wizard. Oh. That's Curtis Iakea. Oh, wait a minute. That's not the guy who's uh, like the Lord and Supreme of the Dungeon of Doom, is he? No. Oh. No. I don't think so. What's that guy's name? Maybe it is. Actually, no, I think I, I think it might be. Because he's also listed here as Master. Uh, yes, the master. That's what that's what Sullivan used to call him. Yes, that is who that is who that is. Dude, if we were watching in '86, we totally would have like, oh god, here he is. Holy shit! Same voice. This is crazy. Ten years earlier, same fucking voice. If we watched this shit in 86, dude, we would have seen that guy come out on WCW Saturday Night and been like, that's Chris Iakea. That's Curtis. the wizard. Curtis. Curtis. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sullivan. Sullivan. My greatest creation. Sullivan, I give you the giant. He was 
Into his dirt and it never phased him at all. Dude, wasn't so, Kamala in the Dungeon of Doom at one point? Yep. No Holy shit. Now we know why. Now there's, con- now there's continuity. <laughs> wow. Who's he fighting? Mario Mancini. Sorry, that was Henry Mancini. So this is before Kamala became Big Dumb Oaf. You sure about that? Because he's trying to get them to count again after he already won. He's saying three's not enough and he needs five. Dude, Curtis Ikea is also dressed like he used to when he was the master. He's wearing a long black robe. Oh, did you ever hear, and who knows what's, what's, you know, if people are working or if they're shooting when they do these interviews, but did you ever hear Kamala tell the story of um, when he became Kamala, like down in Memphis or whatever? No. Like, they, basically, they came to him, because he was a different gimmick before this, and they were like, listen... We think we can run this gimmick, and you'll be the top heel. And he's like, I'll be the top. Okay, yeah. Um, but he's like, but it's a little bit, like, risky. And he was, and they showed it to him, and he was like, no, nah, I'm cool with it. He was like, I didn't give a fuck. I was make, I was top of the card. <laughs> so even, so, and it wasn't Vince who gave it. It was. Well, that, that close-up is unnecessary. Right? That is very unnecessary. Let's 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 go to commercial on a freeze frame close up of the wizard yelling. Thanks, guys. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you all know about the tremendous managerial exploits of my man Captain Lou Albano. Who but is Captain, that? Who is that dude? From that, I don't know, but he looks like he should be on CBS Sports. You and that infamous psychologist Rodney Paputnik have done with George the Animal. Steel. I'm sorry, Rodney who? Kaputnik. Right Did you say Paputnik? Paputnik. <laughs> How did how did Lou Albano put the rubber bands through his face? Also, what? He pierced his face. Now answer the second question. Oh. He's fucking lunatic. If he loses the one on this. Beard, he can just take the one out of his cheek. And if he loses the one out of his cheek, he can just take one of the three that are in his ear. How did anybody ever do Albano never out of rubber bands? Oh, he's got two in his cheek. I also thought that was a cigar, but I think it's a pen. It looks like like either a joint or a Slim Jim. He's holding it like a cigar. Is Captain Lou Albano smoking a Slim Jim? No, it's, um... He put it down. I think it was uh, I don't want to say a blunt, but like I think it was a wacky tobacco. No, I think it was a legit cigar. Ah, Jim CBS Sports just just pet George the Animal Steel. Dude, he said a lot of words really loudly. George Knight. Be vicious. Savage. George, be vicious. Oh. This is... George Steele should not speak. 
Probably not. Not because he can't, but because he's George the Animal's team. With his jacket made out of tinfoil. Wait a minute. Well, that's well, not the, that's not the Jack Kruger that I know. Oh, okay. I was really worried for a second because they showed these two guys in the ring, and I thought they were fighting each other. And I was gonna be like, "Who's the who's the superstar and who's the jobber?" And then I'm like, "Oh, the those guys are a tag team." Okay, I got it. And who are their opponents? The Hillbillies. That one particular fan was very unhappy. <laughs> this contest is brought to you by my raging syphilis. <laughs> Hillbilly Jim and cousin what? Uh, Luke. Luke. Not that Luke. Dude, they were a north. Oh, look at the hanky coat. Yeah. Dude. They were a Northeast-based company. Why would they do this gimmick? The pill pops around, pal. Who the fuck in New York is like, wow, hillbillies? <laughs> yeah. The smiling hillbillies. Kids alone. Yes, so. Oh, comedy. <clears throat> oh, we got a lady rest. This fucking guy. I, I You're gonna can't. have to be more specific. <laughs> the jobber who had the tinfoil jacket on. Cage match has no information on him other than his name. What's his name again? Joe Murta. Joe Murta. You could tell. Okay, so that just that name. The, the Murta Hawk Monster. Just that name alone. That was that was good. I'm sorry. That was, that was good. Um, just that name alone. You can tell this guy is an accountant by day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And he's in Mercer there and he and looks like an accountant. I enjoyed him running into Hillbilly Jim's boot, then waiting half a second, and then flailing over backwards. You get it? You get it? You get it? Yeah, but you get it? Do you, you realize he wasn't like super high pitched like he usually is? That's <clears throat> 1986. We haven't gotten there yet. So wait, he got his voice got higher as he got older. That was, of course, uh, the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart for all our fans. Same Doing thing a terrible job explaining what's going on. Same thing happened to Gorilla Monsoon. Same thing happened to Jim Ross. Spend a lot of money! <laughs> oh, good pull. Oh, dude, and this other guy, this other guy looks like a plumber, okay? We have a plumber, a plumber and an accountant. No, Jack Kruger with that mustache, he's a plumber. Not with that body. He's, you don't know what he's got. You've seen Ron Jeremy. He, he looks like Ron Jeremy body-wise, actually. Cousin Luke. He also has very skinny legs. Cousin Luke. 
is A is from New Jersey. Yeah. B under alter egos, Karma, with an H. Um, dude, this is unprecedented. A baby face just won with a bear hug. Thanks, Jim. A bear hug. But it's Hillbilly Jim, so he wrestles players. Because he's a redman. I just didn't think a bear hug was ever a finishing move for anyone. (laughs) If you quizzed me... Cousin Luke has also wrestled as Texas Red. And El Mongo. Again, New Jersey. Okay, hear me out, hear me out. If you gave me a quiz and you said... You have a multiple choice. Hillbilly Jim's finisher was a power slam, a clothesline, or a bear hug. I would have been like, clothesline! <laughs> There's no way I would have picked bear hug. British Bulldogs. He's trying too hard. He's he's slimy. He's wicked. He's an easy. He sounds. He sounds very slimy. Car salesman, right? Kind of like the character that that um Bob uh what's his last name? Bob Odenick, the guy from Better Call Saul. It's kind of like Saul's character, right? That's precise, Kenny. My brother and I have been here since January. It's the Rujo brothers, so. But that's the reason we're here. Why is? Because we want to beat every team around. We want to okay. become number one. Jacques Rougeau, look, he looks like he came from California, not not Montreal. <laughs> but then he talks. I know, but just look at him. Yeah, he's Canadian. The Hart Foundation, Sheik Volkov, Valentine Beefcake. That's just to name a few, like you said. I mean, it's unbelievable, but that's what my brother and I like. We love competition. We love the action. We love the fighting in the ring. Especially, we like to stick together against the world. You know, Jacques, one very interesting point I think Ramon brought it up. The fact that you two are indeed brothers and stick together, it's got to help, if nothing else, between the travel, but having someone to always work out with in the gym. It's got to help being the only brother tag team in the history of professional wrestling. Hey, um, are you echoing in your headphones? That got really gay for a second. Nope, can't say that I am. So I'm wondering. Do you, do you have the TV volume up? Because I'm, I'm echoing pretty bad on you. Keep a very watchful eye. You'll be seeing a great deal of the Rougeau brothers in the weeks, the months to come. Yeah, I think it's better. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, but like I said, Jack looked like he stepped off the beaches of like Venice Beach. Which was weird. <laughs> Let's go to the tape on the Honky Tonkman. You know, the honky-tonk man is feeling good. The honky-tonk man is feeling fine. I went out with Betty Sue last night. We danced oh, he did all it. night long. Sure. The you know, you, you know at some point they ribbed him by having him stand there with his back to the camera and then the never telling him to go. Yep. Because he's feeling so good, he's feeling so fine. He's heading to the WWF, and it won't be long now. This is what I've been waiting for. This is a dream of my lifetime. I'm waiting to get my hands on you, Paul Orndorff. I'm waiting to take care of some business. TCB Tennessee style, Daddy. Woo! Dude, this is before... Um, I was going to say, was that a, face hockey? That was before the Continental Champion hockey. That was weird. I don't understand why anybody would, would see Honky Talk Man and be like, no, you're a good guy. 
another accountant. Roger Kirby. Huh. Wait, who is this coming to the ring right now? Oh, it's him! It's him! Some karate guy. You realize this man, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, at this point is six months, back then when it meant something, six months away from winning the Intercontinental title at, at WrestleMania 3. Roger Kirby wrestled from 1960 to 1986, so he's at the tail end of his career. Here. Nicknames. Nature Boy. Also known as Bob Baker, or Bill Baker, Cruiser, Red Destroyer, and Roger Dolly. I've heard of none of those games. Yep. Yep. I have heard of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. The purple trunks that Ricky was wearing. He never has good uh, outfit choices. <laughs> Remember the all green we saw from him? Thanks, Butch. There's the arm drag. There's the arm drag. See, and that's why this guy gets work, because he knows how to take an arm drag. <laughs> Ever since the DDT was laid on him on the concrete, Ernie. Well, he has a point. To Wait, is... That's right. Is Ricky fighting with Jake Roberts right now? Well, when Jake DDT'd him, it literally knocked him out. Oh, really? Oh, that was the first... On the floor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, Cotton Candy. As a dragon tended to put his head down a little prematurely there, you can't do that. You think Ricky Steamboat ever looks in the mirror and kind of likes what's looking back at him? <laughs> well, uh, I think he would, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what, what insightful commentary. You think he likes himself? Do you think he finds himself attractive? No, see, that kind of got a little weird. Because he was like, you think Ricky Steamboat looks in the mirror and he likes what he's seeing? I mean, I bet he does. <laughs> Ricky Steamboat's an attractive man, is what I'm saying. In fact, if I was a lady, I would fuck Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> That's pretty much what he was saying. Whoa, did you see that? I was going to say the lights just go out for you. <laughs> it's Bray Wyatt. He showed up in 1986. I thought that was my computer for a second. I'm like, no, it's not going to screensaver. All right. Bray Wyatt has learned Present time travel. Fruit form possible to do original production difficulties. A lot of athletes can issue out the punishment, but can they take it and come back from adversity and then... It's like a slap to the spine. And Ricky's teammate is like, hey, 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 hey. You can issue out the punishment, you can turn around and take your punishment, and never quit. I can never think... You talk about overhead shots. I'll punch you in the top of an irate. Joking. Irate by Ricky Steve That was completely no sold by the job guy. Yes. And a very good sportsman also. What the fuck was that? Was it kind of a stomp to the face? Kind of, but he also like jumped and like swung like he was kicking a field goal. I used to hate that. And they still do it today, but they do they did it a shit ton in the eighties. Where they have to jump on the mat every time they throw a punch so it makes that noise. <laughs> this match is not good, so No, and it's Ricky the Dragon. I'm very disappointed. 
Let's blame Roger Kirby. Well, look at him. The vacuum Now, this is a guy who looks like he could be a funk. He could be a what? A funk. Oh, yeah. He's part of that whole funky family. He also looks like a cousin of the Armstrongs. Like, oh, the uncle that no one talks about. What? I don't know. Johnny Valiant is the worst. He is dumb. That is what I, that is what I have determined. He's like 1986 Enzo More, and I like Enzo. <laughs> Johnny Valiant is the one that made that comment about looking in the mirror. Certainly wasn't Ernie Lab. This is this is high paced, intense action. Are you kidding me? Look at that body slam. He did a baseball slot. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Dude, look at it. He's gonna okay, you ready for this? He's gonna hit a missile drop kick all the way across the ring. Look at this. <laughs> or a, a cross body. That's your touch. A cross body. That was always Ricky Dragon's fi- Steamboat's finisher. Let's get the official word. Your winner, Ricky <laughs> it's like, that sucks. Even Ricky knows that sucks. Fans still love it. Still Ricky Steamboat. Telling you, it's on the road to the Intercontinental title. And plus, look at the showmanship. Look, look, look. Whee! See, that's a poster right there. It is a good one. Roger Kirby, post your <laughs> Oh, look at that freeze frame. Yeah, that's like the <laughs> nice and blue. That's like the end of um, if you be, if you ever beat River City Ransoms. Apparently, with boiling popcorn in the snake pit today. Ooh, the snake pit. They say that even the wisest of men can be made a fool. This is the one that has Hulk Hogan. I truly feel has a head start. It's Hillbilly Jim. Let's welcome Hillbilly Jim. Oh, I'm instantly not excited for this anymore. Hey, no man, we're country born, country born. Hey, you've watched uh, plenty of Botchamania, right? Sure. You know that set that Taz comes out of, or the Oompa Loompa, and then they do the Taz music? Yeah. Isn't that that set that he's standing in front of? Kind of. Let me tell you something, big man. You want to stick your face in it? It's the magic you can perform. Did you hear that? That's where I'm losing you. Did you hear what he said? There are people in the world that are about magic. He says it's not the size of the wand. It's the magic you can perform. Okay, so the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. So Jake's already making references like that on TV in '86. Keep your mouth shut. Let the fools do the talking. Yeah, I know you want to call me a fool. I'm fucking pretty wrecked up on cocaine right now. There's nowhere out here to be found, but for some reason I stole his bathrobe from the hotel. Maybe a pig, because I smell something kind of nasty. Oh. That'd be a whole lot nicer than a dadgum old snake. Dadgum old snake. Let me see if I can get to you head to head. But see, country, as good as country. I can get into country. Uh, let me see. Uh, I was gonna say, as good as Jake sort of is like as a heel, when the bird is flown, like 
You hear that music, right? <laughs> okay, you hear that music. Okay, that's not just me. Yeah, what the? F- Wait, that really happened. They played and suddenly, and suddenly Bobby. They played like the commercial music to cut them off. Is that a thing? Isn't this all pre-taped? I think they. I think they in the editing bay. They went. Well, this is going nowhere. <laughs> Ooh, Big John Stud. The giant John Stud. Wait a minute. Dude. Big John Stud was fighting um Andre the Giant, WrestleMania 1. Okay? I'm sorry. Lord Alfred Hayes is not a ring announcer. No, he's not. No, listen to this. Uh, um, oh, my God. Paul Roma. Yep. The Paul Roma. Oh, there you go. Big applause here for Billy Jack That's where the Undertaker got the hat from. Apparently. Billy Jack Haynes, he was a big deal in every territory other than the yeah, WWF. But what? A federette, I see. Oh, yes, Dan, hold, hold my arm. I'm going to get back to the hotel. You can hold something. Else. <laughs> okay, Big John Studd. Was I'm still laughing. I'm still laughing at the way Lord Alfred Hayes said King Kong Bundy. <laughs> Hold on, Big John Stud. Don't let me lose this. Big John Stud was fighting Andre the Giant at WrestleMania One. Billy Jack Haynes looks like Doctor Death. I was. I actually thought it was Doctor Death. Um, and since then, in a short 18 months, John Stud is now doing jack shit on Wrestling Challenge. That sucks. In fact, his match gets the Goldman box. Billy Jack Haynes almost just slammed Big John Stud. That's what the cheer was. Are we going to no-sell the Goldman box from Holly Race? I'm listening to the Goldman box. King Harley Race. I can see why Billy Jack Haynes is big, big in like Memphis and like Missouri and all that. Well, he's, 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 he's Portland, Oregon. He's wearing ah, Portland, Oregon colors. Hold on, I'm gonna look him up. I've definitely heard the name of Bodge. Yes, I'm still I'm still enjoying uh, Lord Alfred Hayes saying King Kong like 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 Ding Dong. <laughs> King Kong Bundy. And yes, having not seen a lot of Billy Jack Haynes before before this, I did not, I did not realize these striking resemblance between Billy Jack Hayes and Doctor Steve Williams. Um, Billy Jack Haynes trained in Stu Hart's dungeon, okay. and he was born in Portland, Oregon. And the youngster, ever the youngster. He was 33 years old in this episode. 
Okay, so he was big in championship wrestling from Florida, which was Dusty's territory, and Pacific Northwest wrestling, obviously, the Portland territory. To be fair, Paul Roman has only been wrestling for about two years at this point. Same thing with... uh, He is is actually a youngster. Same thing with Billy Jack Haynes. Well, no, four years, because it started in 82. He's not the giant John Studd. The giant John Studd. He is big John Studd. It says it on the fucking screen. What it really looked, what it looked like, Gorilla Mike, it looked like uh, Mount Everest coming down on a young man's body. Pike's feet falling down on top of you. There's no man alive who can hold up Pike's feet. A real weird music. I don't know if it's weird or if it's just that I'm not used to it in this day and age. It is not. It does not fit what's on the screen. You can't play that music and then show King Kong Bundy. Oh, it's the Russian national anthem with Iran's number one. Is that is that how we're doing this? <laughs> oh, it's like Liverpool's number one. Only it's Iran. Oh, that's good for We this have a, what a bizarre team we have here. Who's this? Job guys? No, the job guys are the baby faces. So the heels were Iron Sheik, trash in the ring. Iron Sheik, uh, Nikolai Volkov. And Hercules Hernandez. Hercules Hernandez. And they all had different flags. With classy Freddie Blassie and Slick. Jim Powers. There you go. Jim Powers. That young up-and-comer. Corporal Kirshner and Sal Blomo. Is that Sal Blomo? Who apparently has a tire around his waist. Jesus Christ. Yep, that's Sal Blomo, all right. He looks like shit. That's right, I thought Jim Powers was Tito Santana. Today I learned that Billy Jack Haynes had a wrestler's body and Sal Blomo did not. Today I also learned that Big Jim Powers was supposed to be a big deal all the way back to 86. <laughs> and that dude was still wrestling in WCW in 96. Yeah. Beginning of in-ring career for Jim Powers, 1984. I, did, that kills me. And they've talked about it on OVP, and they've talked about it elsewhere. But the fact that in 1996, WCW is like, look at this group of young up-and-comers, and it had Jim fucking Powers in it, who had already, already been wrestling for 12 years at that point. Do you think, because he was always known as an, a young up-and-comer, that they were like, Hey, Bob, you know, we should update these cars. With the cane, the cane to the throat. Barely, I think it was to the chin to the ribs. Nice of powers to leap into that clothesline. How, how do you feel about the Iron Sheik's physique here? Oh my God! I mean, I wish he brought the clubs. Out. 
He kind of looks like like he. This isn't like the '90s Iron Sheik that we got stuck with. This is like pretty fucking cut Iron Sheik. This is pre-steroids trial Iron Sheik, or anything? Yes. Oh, speaking of steroids. <laughs> it's um, it's that weird Billy Graham again. The Billy Graham that wears tie dye and has enormous earrings. Yeah. Achilles has a torture rack on Jim Powers. The referee didn't call for the. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hercules. Not only did the match Hercules end during the box. Yep. Also, <laughs> Hercules has Jim Powers in the torture rack, and Sal Balomo and Corporal Kirshner are both just standing on the apron going, Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Come on. And then the referee rings the bell, and you can see Corporal Kirshner go, Oh, damn. Oh, damn. You could have done something. Maybe they did. Maybe Vegas didn't do that Dallas stuff in 1986. Unless you all go. You see it there on the replay, too. He just smacks his hands on the top rope. It's like, oh, fuck. We lost. <laughs> hey, I didn't think these those three were winning. He drops to his knees with him still up there in a backbreaker. Look at that beautiful I believe that's called the rock attack. Oh, look at that, dude. Iron Sheep being all buff. Which is weird. Because he's, he's buff. He's definitely buff. Oh, he's not buff. Get the fuck out of here. Nikolai Volkov. Don't stop trying. Nikolai Volkov is very nice. Here's this weird guy again. So many times, it seems each and every week in the World Wrestling Federation, the competition and the tag team division gets tougher and tougher. This guy's like if you ordered Bob Costas up a wish.com. Who is this guy? I can't place his accent. For the people at home, he's like a tanned snake oil salesman with bleach blonde hair that you could tell he needs to go get his roots done. And he talks like this. So, it's like a clean shaven and uh, clean cut Diamond Dallas Page. I bet this guy was over. I bet fucking uh, people like Sean Mooney. Fuck Sean Mooney. I want that guy. As in foundation members, uh, Hitman, Jimmy Hart, and you. Thank you. You're not a member. I Wait a minute. The Anvil out. was the mouthpiece yeah. in the Hart Foundation? Right. <laughs> That's weird in itself. A very, very seriously uh, sleazy thing about us. They're calling us nasty boys. Again, now, nobody's calling you that. But you're giving a team in fucking Florida a good idea. Why is everyone calling us nasty boys? What is so nasty about the Hart Foundation? Nothing. <laughs> Literally. Literally nothing. There's only one thing about our tactics, and that's winning. Okay, Mountie. Calm down, man. 
Let's look at the teams. There's the killer bees. Is the I'm sorry, the killer what? Really impressive. <laughs> the killer bees. We're a little yellow. <laughs> then, what about then, the mask they wear? Does that upset you in the end? It does. If, it, if that's what it takes, if it, it takes cheating for them to win, fine. The foundation. We don't need to cheat. We win because we got strength and skill. That is Bret Hart, and ladies and gentlemen. We win because we're we got ability. Look at the muscles. <laughs> I didn't Not see anything, Jimmy. Want to try that again? You think the bees got muscles like that? No. You think the Rougeau got muscles like that? No. You think Retardo and Spider got muscles like that? Whoa. No. Wait. Man, what did he just say? Of the machines. The machines. Hey, when you take, when you're big and you're stupid, it doesn't matter. Because we got strength and skill. We got brains. We got this man here. Under the tutelage of this man, we can't lose. We can't go wrong. We're going after Jimmy Hart with the chin strap beard, by the way, not the little goatees known for now. The Hart Foundation, the hitman Jim the Anvil and the Mouth of the South. Next week, wrestling fans here on Wrestling Challenge, we're going to take a look at the Killer Bees, jumping Jim Brunzel and partner. They are excited. Without a doubt, next week, Seeker, one of the most vicious men that's ever come to the world wrestling. What is Generation. that? They will be right here next week. And we've got Brutus uh, Beefcake and Greg DeHammer Valentine, my dream team. The dynamic. Is that uh, Samu? Also, the Rebel Dick Maybe. Slater will uh, be joining us here these next graphics week. The Rebel Dick Slater. The Rebel Dick Slater. He's wearing that Ward shit now, on. boy. Paul Wonderoff is going to be on the snake pit. Hopefully they don't cut it off this time. Some of the hugest men that I've ever seen in my life right here at World Wrestling Federation on next week. Who knows how many they are? Oh, They're not Randy so much Savage, sure Dude, look at the icy belt. Too far behind. Awesome. My, my. What the fuck does Roddy Piper have in his hand? A minute faces, the minute decisions. He'll be right here next Our week. Our feature match next week, the I Islanders, said, huh? Tonga and Tonga Kid against the Hart Foundation. It's going to be a tremendous match. Stay with us. A special musical review of this week's highlights coming up. Ooh, a musical review of this week's highlights. How about that? Thank goodness for that. Oh, it's highlights from this episode. Dude. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Hot sacks. Oh, my God. Some hot sacks. They just they just showed us the highlights from this week's episode at the end of the show in case anybody didn't watch it. Well, that was something. There you go, Sal. It's Wrestling Challenge episode number two. Ugh. From 1986. I think I enjoyed... Oh, God, a, a, tr- a Total Bells commercial. Jesus Christ, get it off my, get it off my screen. Um... Yeah, that was something, man. I enjoyed WWF Challenge in, like, the 90s, but... Sal. That was Ken Resnick. Who the fuck is Ken Resnick? The interviewer. No, who is Ken Resnick? He worked for the AWA. He worked for... Uh, you don't know the name Ken Resnick? Doesn't ring a bell. All right, well... So when you saw that, were you like, Oh, shit, Ken Resnick. Once I saw the name... Anyway. Oh, he looks all old now. Oh, there he is in the AWA. Okay. Ugh. This still looks sleazy. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that was a thing that happened. That was a thing that happened. Classic classic WWF 80s television where it's enhancement match. But enhancement this, is match. Their, this, is, <laughs> this is not their main television show. 
at this point. This is like their third tier television show. Yeah. Would have been what Superstars? I think it was like or Primetime. Primetime was like the first, and then probably Superstars and then Challenge because that's how it was in the early nineties when I got into it. Yeah, so that was uh, that was record. It was filmed August twenty seventh, nineteen eighty six, from the Hartford Civic Center, Hartford, Connecticut. Gorilla Monsoon, Johnny V, and Ernie Ladd. I wonder how many episodes it took before Johnny Valiant was replaced by Bobby the Brain. Uh, probably two. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Nope, that's now not going to do that no more." I wonder if when he looks at himself in the mirror, if he masturbates. <laughs> See, it's comments like that right off the fucking commentary booth. Uh, well. Well, well. So, any other thoughts about our WWF Challenge experience from 1986? Um, how, about we, how about Lord Alfred Hayes? <laughs> King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Again, interesting to see that Captain Lou's a face. It's interesting to see Captain Lou's face as well. I, I did not realize that the wizard was in the WBF at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of these people, not just the job guys, though, a lot that I just, I've never heard of. Cousin Luke. Never heard of Cousin Luke? Well, I know that Hillbilly Jim had, like, family. I, I, <laughs> I, I've seen that shit in, like, YouTube videos. But, you know, if you asked me their names, you could have fucking made up anything, and I would have believed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... But there was literally no superstars on this episode, other than Ricky the Dragon of... Steamboat. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was probably the most popular guy in this episode, and his match was a lot of overhead punching. That was about it. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. good. I love how they didn't split it up at all. Was Kim was wait no Kamala was a Kamala was a heel. Never mind. Kamala was a heel because he would make children cry and stuff. <laughs> oh, so that's a shoot. <laughs> it's like all the kids used to be so scared of me. I'm like I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You came out to the ring with a fucking spear. Right? Like, I didn't think he was bringing the spear to the ring in the WWF. <laughs> <laughs> they went all out. They had people bringing weapons and shit. Fucking Hercules probably showed up half the time in armor. <laughs> Remember when you had the big chain? Well, It would be, like, it would cost him so many matches. People would just use it on him. Oh, big dumb Hercules. All right. Let's give him a last name. How about Hernandez? <laughs> that fits, right? But, boss, we already got an HH in the cut. Shut up! <laughs> nobody, nobody will notice. So I guess that, uh, is that it, then? Yeah. That's okay. good. Okay. Sometimes you like to trick me, so I'm just I'm, I'm I'm hesitant. But well, I would, but given the time, 
you know we'll get stuck with something like World War Three or something like that. <laughs> we'll be until we'll 2 o'clock in the morning. So it, no, is almost, it is almost 11 o'clock. I think, that's, I think that will do, Pig. That will do. Right. So that wraps up episode 15 of Title Subject to Change. do hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, next time on the show, Sal and I will watch. Who fucking knows? But, uh, yeah. Till then, be safe. Stay sane. Be kind. Just uh, be a decent human being to everyone you meet. Uh, thanks to Troy for the logo, as uh, as always. And uh, join us next time when Sal and I will go back in time. That is the most effort you've put in in like 12 episodes. <laughs> You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs> <laughs>